gonna be good. It's gonna be professional. Lord. Okay. Woosa, I'm ready. to number one know that you're a woman of faith also thank you for sharing your platform so we can get down to it because for black women um i know when you know we went through this thing called the pandemic covid 19 quarantine and then the black lives matter protest civic and civil unrest racism something that i now know is called ancestral trauma where i found myself locked in my closet crying tears that i did not believe belonged to me because of everything that was happening in the world and so when I got off the floor and dried my eyes, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me exactly who I was called to in this life coach training space. So I got certified in 2013 as a life coach and invited on board with the same life coach certification training company that trained me, um, joined them in 2016 and worked together in partnership for about three years training anybody. But that day after the closet, I knew who I was called to specifically because I, number one, like you, am an expert at being a black woman. What you think? Like, I think we've done it long enough. We kind of know about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. So <laughs> I'm an expert at being a black woman. Uh, my skin, 
my story that you've shared in the bio going from the loss of my mom and dealing with divorce, dealing with homelessness, dropping out of college, so many devastating things going on. A lot of us can relate to. So our story, our struggle, and even what we deem success, it aligns. And so um, I think I heard Oprah say that once that people end up uh, looking for people who look like them. And for us, it's deeper than just skin. Again, it goes to, oh, I too have been divorced. I too can talk about church hurt. I too can talk about coach hurt. That's a new term that I am diving into as well with the coaches that we train. So in addition to everything that we've been through and how you know we share so much, we also learn different. I am a trainer by degree, Mercer University, class of 2016. And my degree, my bachelor's degree is in training and development. I have a love for what I do, which is uh, focusing on adult learning. I just happen to be in the life coach training space. And I found out that some of us are auditory. We like to hear. So even now, somebody's listening to this as they're washing dishes, probably yelling at the kids on mute, you know, but you're hearing even subconsciously it's in the back. Uh, one of my coaches taught me that we have a subconscious, a conscious and a super conscious part of our brain. So sometimes we need to hear stuff in order for it to make it to the front and manifest uh, in real life. And so uh, some of us also are visual. So some of us are on camera looking at my earrings and, oh, I like her eyeshadow and how it matches. I like her bracelets. That's why I keep showing them for our visual learners. They make noise. Some of us are um, kinesthetic, hands-on, demonstrative. We like to, um, for the coaches who train with me, they love to get their handbooks and print them out and punch three ring hole binders and get their little binders and highlight and take notes. We like the smell of the paper and the touch of the paper. So some of us also combine all of those styles. There's not a lot of people focusing specifically on black women of faith in the life coaching space with this type of love, passion and understanding of the training and development arena. You know, it's bigger than just I'm um, black, black power, black lives matter. It's like, let's learn together. Let's share our stories. Let's make money because we do have a common theme being expert as black women of faith. And we are all inclusive, especially as sisters in Christ. We love everybody. We give everybody a chance. We love you with the love of the Lord. You got a couple times to mess up and then we're going to pray for you and send you on your way. But we include you without having to say it. Um, so I know for black women, even here on the East Coast, maybe wherever you are in the world, you can look at us and say one thing, one word, maybe two. I'm going to try it out on you. So if I, if I, if we were in the same space out in the crowd and I looked at you like this and I'm like, child, you think you would understand what I was like? See? <laughs> so you got child, you got girl, you got sis, you got yes, you got okay. You got, I see you. And that's what black women are wanting. We're wanting to be seen and included. We're wanting to learn because we're a little bougie when it comes to who speaks into our lives, who we learn from, whose table we sup at. And then all of that, the fact that we're church girls, honey, we can talk about God, Jesus, scripture, Bible, the anointing, Holy Spirit, the blood, the cup, you know, we can. So that is why it's very important to me to talk about being black, being a woman in this life coach certification space, because it matters. <laughs> people intrinsically are seeking for a connection. And you, when you connect with someone at a deeper level, you're able to accept any kind of transformation that they are helping you. Mm -hmm. so I love that you're trying to connect, or you are connecting 
with a group specifically that looks like you. Yes. And let me tell you something. When I just started, the same thing happened to me as a former classroom teacher. I tried my utmost best to connect with those teachers who are looking to do the same thing yeah. I was doing. So I, I understand where you're coming yeah. from. And I love it. I absolutely love it. So let's talk about this whole 18-month period that you went through. And it's the title of your presentation. So I know everybody is ready. So if you're washing the dishes, you might want to tune down the noise a little bit. Okay. Turn off, turn off the TV so the kids don't distract you right now. Yes. Because we're going to be jumping into that 18-month period that you highlighted for us, right? So when you came out of that and you realized, oh my goodness, I just made $73,000 over the past year and a half. How did that make you feel? Like, what was it like? Did you run around jumping around crazy in the house? Did you call a girlfriend? Did you, like, what was it for you? Well, let me take a little sip of tea with my pinky out. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <laughs> What I did was, uh, this was actually recently that I discovered this topic or um, that I could share about it openly because what happened was uh, my coach, one of them that are, is here in Atlanta, right down the street, um, we were on the phone and he was uh, planning his event that happened not too long ago. And I'm one of his case studies now. It took us a year to get here and he's like, AJ, what's your numbers? And so, you know, we're talking and I'm doing the math and... I paused and he was like, okay, you're quiet. You're scared me. What's going on? And I said, look at my numbers. Like I had an idea, but I didn't know. And it hit. And he was like, are you crying? Cause he's never seen like the softer side of Dr. AJ Austin. And I was like, yeah, because my background is low income. It's poverty. It's government assistance and food stamps and Medicaid and government housing and baby mamas and poverty mentality. Like people who are from where I'm from don't look at $74,000 that has passed through their hands in their bank accounts because people poured into the vision that they have for black women around the world saying, yes, please let me learn under you and I'm willing to invest. That's what that moment represented for me. So I cried and I was kind of in sticker shock for a moment. I'm getting chills talking about it now because I know by the time we watch this again in 365 days, that number will be double, possibly triple. So I'm bracing myself, you know, for what's to come. I didn't know to set my expectations so high, but my coach did. And that was one of my keys. So um, that, that was the day because it's so recent in my mind. I can recall those same emotions, but that's how I felt. We've done some shopping since, you know, and some sowing of some seeds and some, you know, and now I'm excited to share even more about how I got to that moment of the chills and just like, say it again. Oh my goodness. Already a life coach 
or were you involved in something else? Let's take us back a little bit. Sure. And so as you mentioned, you know, some people don't know what 74000 looks like or feel like. And some to some people, oh, that's lunch money. You know, we dined like Beyonce. Well, over here, we're trying to get our beehive together, okay? Um, and so <laughs> before this, I was, um, you know, as I mentioned, certified in 2013. And as new coaches, we're always trying to figure it out. I got so frustrated as a new coach trying to go to this workshop and listen to this speaker and join this email list and go to this event and join this Facebook group and talk to this person and go to this networking event, trying to piece together little by little the details that I thought would get me here, but that wasn't it. So um, certified in 2013, got my degree in 2016, brought on board in partnership as a master life coach and then a master life coach certification trainer um, from 2016 to 2019 in that partnership. And then in 2019, that partnership dissolved right at the end of the year. But I got a call from my local library saying, hey, we see your work in the community and we want you to come teach people in our community um, how to become coaches. Now, the way I know that it was God was because the library that invited me to come speak about this was right down the street from my former partner's office. Same city, same block. And I'm like, Jesus, you're trying to be funny. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. Okay. So, <laughs> in 2019, I mean, I you can't do anything but go. You know, I fought it for a while, but I went. Um, because so many people had followed my journey. So for three years, I was going live and showing what, what it was like to come get certified with me on site live here in Atlanta in our one day training in that partnership. I was going live afterwards telling people why they should come get certified. So by the time it was all said and done, people were like, well, we still want to get certified. And I'm like, God, where am I going to send these people? And he was like, I'll tell you where. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. But I knew it was God because of the, the parallels. And so I went, I did the focus group. I did a Facebook Live that same day. Um, and we had five people that said, I will let you certify me under your own new brand. I want just you um, teaching me. I am willing to invest. And so we had $600 a pop. That was my first $3,000. And after that, you couldn't tell me nothing. I was making money, girl. <laughs>
to transition yeah. into that 74k that we're talking about Thank you for bringing out that consistency because sometimes when we're so deep, as I say, we're, we're in the, the picture, we can't see the frame. And so you just framed that up so nicely because the, the scripture says that faith without works is dead. So I was out working, working, working that faith. I didn't realize when it was that time until those people raised their hand and said yes. And so I'm looking at my notes here if you guys see me glance down because I wrote the details. I don't want to forget nothing, okay? So um, we did the focus group. We did the live stream. I also tested it like three more times i was like you sure jesus like you you show you know got a little country with it this is what you want me to do and he sent the people um we had a total of eight people that trained with me live and i recorded it um we did it on zoom and they gave me their permission to you know show their face and tell their stories and show what it was like to train with me and they loved the fact that I did have that consistency of the live training so they had heard the testimonials of the students who trained with me live now they were just online and then this beautiful thing called the quarantine and the global shutdown happened and Lord, I had my fingers like this because it was time to eat because y'all can go nowhere. So all we had was Zoom, okay, that went from, according to one of my coaching colleagues, went from 10 million to 100 million users, I think it was during that time. And I love that. I love the fact that God was preparing me so much so that before all of that happened, I had come into connection with a Zoom coach. Didn't know that was a thing. Worked with her for uh, 90 days, teaching me the platform and teaching me strategy, thinking, oh, I'm just going to keep training how I used to train. But God was like, no, daughter, <laughs> March 2020, I got some fire. And so by April, we had trained three people live. We did a January, February, March training where I held those three lives on Zoom. I recorded those. And then... I remember attending an event with a coach here in Atlanta that I eventually hired. He had an event called speaking, uh, a event for speakers and it was for new speakers. And I told him, I'm not new, but I really like what you do. Cause he could pack a room and that's saying something here in Atlanta to get like a pack room full of black women coming to a two day event and returning, staying the whole time and investing. And he's a black man. I was like, I need something you got. So he was doing an event um, right at the top of um, quarantine because he was going to do the event live again, but he ended up, you know, canceling and coming online. So we were all pivoting toward this time. And we ended up talking after his event. We figured out how we could work together. I hired him as my marketing mentor. Um, and the first thing he said on our meeting was, Dr. AJ, we have to get you off your feet. And so what that meant was, here I was with consistency, the track record of three years on my feet, 14-hour days, training live and heels and spanks and new haircut and eyebrows done and makeup done. It was exhausting. And he said, you no longer have to do that with how we can do your company now, especially considering the times that we're in. So he gave me the idea, Him, he and I, we had a brainchild where I took the recordings that I had already done with my live trainings. I chopped them up sent them off to um, an editor who gave little segments. So instead of a eight, full eight-hour course that I had recorded, she gave us 30-minute segments of that eight-hour course. And so that meant I can say, in this segment, we're going to talk about what is a life coach. In this segment, how to price your life coaching. But it was one training that chopped up. And now we had this new term called a home study course. 
that no longer required Dr. AJ Austin to be on her feet to show up live in order to make her next few thousand dollars. And so he and I worked together. We used those clippings from the best sessions. We turned it into a home study course. Um, and then he taught me for the next six months. We went for six months. Um, I was silently making money, secretly testing the home study course I wasn't telling him about. And then one day he asked me, so are you making money? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I made about $3,000 off the home study course so far. He was like, what? And you didn't tell me because I was trying to really, really, really make sure that this is where I was heading because it was taking a lot of investment. So we made it that far, six months in, um, and then we started working together to craft my webinar to sell that home study course. And in two hours, sitting in a similar spot, just like this with my little glittery background, my laptop, and then some pajama bottoms and my company tee, I made an additional $4,000 in those two hours. So if you're doing the math, it's adding up. Um, because this is where we started. And so my key to the success of that was number one, I charged people to come to that webinar. So everybody invested to be there. And then number two, I taught them some stuff. And then number three, I upsold that home study course during that time. So this was the beginning of the journey to like, okay, this is really confirmation that God really, really wants me to do this. Yeah. And I love the fact that you went through three years on your own, doing your own thing, getting some success. And God said to you, no, this is time. This is level up season. Oh. Let me send you help from Zion. Come on. <laughs> Come on, minister. <laughs> I love it. Right? And there's a, there's a actually a reference that I'm trying to, I'm pulling it out. It'll come to me. But he sent help. And then you used all of those resources, everything that was at your reach to get to the level where you are at today. And it just brought back the concept of systemizing, strategizing, systemizing so you don't have to work as hard. Yes. Because a lot of entrepreneurs, people who are just launching or launching their own business, are working 50 hour weeks, 60 yeah. hour weeks, 80 hour weeks. Right. <laughs> they barely sleep. Yeah. And when I tell individuals I get seven to eight hours of sleep at night, they think I'm crazy. It's possible. It's possible. You just have to put systems in place yes. to ensure that you are not always working for money, but money is now working for you. Amen. So everything that you've been working towards up until this point, you know, it's the work for you. So yes. money comes in while you're asleep. Yes. It is possible. It can happen. You just need to have those systems in place. And of course, you, you talk highly of your coach, and that is something that I also highly recommend individuals to have somebody who's 10 steps ahead of you yes. to help you navigate the yes. process. Yes. Because your life is going to be so, so much easier yes. when you have somebody like that. So you talk about Zoom. That's one of the tools that you use. You also mentioned the webinar can you share with us some of those tools that help you to navigate that entire 
Yes. And it started with, like you said, my coach. And so I have to give him big props because here was a fellow speaker, fellow author, fellow trainer. Um, I had set the goal that I wanted to get deeper into marketing, how to get the word out about what I do. And when I shared what I do for black women of faith, this man took my vision and said, oh, I see millions. And I'm like, well, hold on. Can I make a couple thousand? You're scaring me. You're making me nervous. You know, because like I said, if we're not used to seeing this, and in my case, if I'm the one responsible for creating the blueprint, I had to make sure step by step that I was ready. So yes, we took Zoom. We took um, what we would consider a team, which was our editor doing the uh, video editing. And then I took just what I knew in regular Microsoft Office and started copying and pasting links to the videos where they can find them using Google Drive. It was not fancy. It's still not top of the line, but I'm still getting paid and that's what matters. And so <laughs> I would take uh, Google Drive. I would take the Zoom recordings. I would take Microsoft Office. Um... Let me see what else I use. It was very basic. I also recorded an audio book to go with the training. I used my cell phone, the good old voice recorder on my cell phone, just making sure it was interchangeable between a PC and a Mac because some Mac users can't um, get like MP3s, I think it is. So from my knowledge of uh, courses in the back in the day, I knew to have that recording into things, but I started out very, very basic and those were the keys and in addition to making sure there was a payment portal so things like PayPal, um, making sure you can get paid. People wanted to sign up when they raise their hand. Like, where do I send the money? Where's the link to pay? Those were the essential startups. I won't give everything because it could be overwhelming and it could also be used as an excuse or a cop out for people like, well, good for her because I can't, you know, we're starting basic and free. Okay. <laughs> Huge task 
make yourself through that process? Slowly. Uh, I just told my coach gradually, you know, you got to work with me. Like you said, I know our coaches are 10 steps ahead and he's just as excited. And I'm like, I give you permission to just continue to pour into me, to speak life into me, to pull out things that I can't see because I'm in that picture. Um, you see the frame. And so he was 10 years ahead. I was on, you know, year one, our first six months in. And so he really was very patient. He held my hand. He asked me questions. He made sure I had no more questions after each call. We spent hours on the phone for a full year a minimum of one hour a year. I mean, one hour a week, this man invested in me, in my business, in my um, fear, in my saying, oh no, Eric, you know, and he's like, well, think about it like this. And so he really helped me to restructure my perspective. And like I said, hiring him, when I walked in the event, I saw he drove this type, type of car I wanted one day, a BMW. I saw he wore a suit, even on our coaching calls, on a, a video. And I'm like, dude, you at home in pandemics. He's like, yeah, you don't know my bottoms are shorts, but I got on this suit jacket and tie for our calls. So how he showed up and presented what was possible, it was like him standing outside of my experience, feeding it back to me what it could be. And then I started to bring in my coaching clients to see this process as well. Because I had a friend a long time ago who knows this journey. She said, you got to document what you've been through because no one's going to believe that you used to be on food stamps, have to take some of the food back in order to get a gas card because that grocery store just happened to have, have a gas station. Put that $5 in your gas tank to make it to an event in Atlanta just to network to tell people about your business. They have no idea that you were just in the food bank or free clothes closet in your community or eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for 90 days. She said, you're going to have to record this process. So I learned as I up-leveled my mindset, as you mentioned earlier, with my coach that I would now have to bring the women that I was responsible for coaching and training and certifying along the journey with me. So they would hear me in my coaching sessions. They got a chance to meet my coach. They got a chance to hear my gripes and to see my tears and to have these revelations on camera. And we would go behind the scenes after our trainings. They would hire me for continuing education because they're like, now we are seeing something in you that we did not notice before, but we got to stay in your presence. We got to stay in your energy. We love where you're going. Tell us what you're doing. And so I gave them glimpse into that journey because I'm not one of those coaches. I never wanted to get there and forgot how I made it or skip over the hard parts of the PB&Js and losing weight. And people saying, girl, you're looking good. And I'm like, girl, I'm hungry. But uh, it was the sacrifice that I made and I brought people along with me and documented that process, all thanks to my coach speaking life into my vision. And that's one of the things I found about being transformed. People are able to respect you a lot yes. more yep. when you're just yep. open yep. 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 about who you are and as, as, a, as a life coach that even becomes more important yes another point <laughs> on that is a lot of people think that their experiences are not worth anything mm. I've come up on individuals who said I mean no before let's backtrack a little bit I was one of those individuals. Yes, right? <laughs> My experience was nothing. I remember in 2018, I took a speaker workshop. It was an all-day workshop. And she she was, she was, had an amazing story. My trainer had an amazing story. And I stopped her and I said, listen, 
your story is fabulous and all that. But I ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. What am I going to be telling those people when I stand on stage? And for about five minutes, she just stood there and asked me a bunch of questions. And at the end of the five minutes, I was just dying inside because I didn't realize what I had. I didn't realize that my stories could be so powerful. And today I share those stories so openly and it comes easy to me. And so there are individuals who are watching who think your experiences are not worth anything. What do you have to say to these individuals? Well, so it took me partnering with other coaches as well who heard my story, who knew what I had been through. And they told me, like you, you know, because I was like, don't nobody want to hear about me being homeless and dealing with divorce and downsizing and the death of my mom and dropping out of college. She's like, girl, you better write a book. And she like demanded that I did. And I got super creative. This was when I was uh, going through my degree training at Mercer University and our classes were eight weeks long. And so I got bold one day. And I came to class and told all of my classmates I was working on a book. So every week for eight weeks, I put out a challenge to myself to have a chapter done before the end of our time. Because every week somebody was asking me, how's your book coming? Oh, excuse me, coming along. That's that T coming back up. Excuse me, y'all. And so because I knew I would have to be accountable to a full room, plus my instructor who was secretly judging me, like, let her see if she go. She was a black woman, too. She really supported me. Um, and she knew I was a coach. And so at the end of that eight weeks, I had eight chapters complete. It became a bestseller. I made my first $13,000 off of that book, launching into authorship. It introduced me to speaking and getting private coaching clients. It was a way that people could now come into my world, hear my story, learn a little bit about me, see my training style and relate, see themselves in my story. And they were always saying, thank you so much for your transparency. Thank you so much for being willing to be a black woman of faith who is now, quote unquote, speaking outside of the house. Because you know how we get as black people. You don't tell your businesses. Well, my mom had passed away, so I didn't have anybody judging me. Like, don't be telling, you know, I'm telling everything, mama. And it's my story. You know, I'm not adding characters into it. I'll breeze through. Yeah, I was married and divorced. So what? Here's what I learned. You know, you don't need to know all the details of what happened and what The lesson is what's most important. And so I think because we don't see what we've been through, we don't see the lesson in it. It takes other people asking us questions, hearing our story and demanding that we share them, whether it's a book or a course or just as a coach or a speaker or a trainer in general, show up and share your story because that is the relatability that's building that know, like and trust factor. Um, to where when you do sell or make an offer or start making money, people are not like, who is the stranger? I don't know her. We can't relate to her. Good for her. She made $74,000. She must have came already built like that. No, ma'am. Let's let's go back in the day and let's talk. So that's kind of what I gathered from piecing all my story together. Yeah, and, and that's powerful as well. It really is powerful. Um, was there anything? me going was knowing that let me share this with you because I wrote this out um as far as what kept me focused along with the tools that I used I went back and looked at my numbers just before uh we started here today 
And in 2016, I had made right at $13,000 the entire year. 2017, right at 16,000. 2018, 19. Um, thousand and then 2019 about 20,000 you combine that that's about $67,000 and I was like it took me four years to make what I just made in 18 months that was my driving force looking back year after year and this wasn't including the actual money that I made the company this was just my small 25% of some of the earnings um, that I was doing 99.9% .9 of the work to bring in the company, but making 25% of the sales. So my sales revenue from the prior year's partnership, that is what was my driving force from year to year. That's what kept me focused. And that's what's going to keep me going. Because as I mentioned, you know, looking at what took me four years to make, I made it in just such a smaller amount of time own my own, meaning my own company, my own brand, the vision God gave me, not sharing the revenue, the profits, the vision, not having to dim my light, you know, teaching and showing up how I wanted to and people loving what I do, them literally buying into what I do and the vision growing bigger and bigger as more and more people finding out about it. So that's what kept me focused through that process. And so it's, it's important for you to find what keeps you yeah. If you're getting up every single day. And for, for you, it was that knowing that you can actually do it. Like, you saw the numbers and you just, like, I should be able to do this on my own. Right? Gotta be. <laughs> we are too smart. We are so educated. It's time. It is so time. So, yes, giving myself permission to even hope and dream and then try to pursue that number. Yes. But as you talk about giving yourself permission to hope and dream, there might be a lot of people watching in their 40s and thinking, oh, I'm too old for this. Mm -hmm. like, I, like, I've heard that before. <laughs> um, my mother is in her 60s and she thinks she's too old for this. And I'm trying to convince her otherwise. But for those people who are in there, like, I'm in my 30s. I'm just, I'm just, I was just born yesterday, you know? I'm, I'm young. <laughs> but for those people who are thinking, you know, uh, this is probably too late for me. Um, Dr. AJ took four years to get to this point. I don't have another four years to quote-unquote waste. Like, what is the encouragement mm. that you want to share with those, those individuals? That's good. Um, so I'm in my 40s happily embracing. Like, it feels good, girl. You got so much to look forward to, including just not caring what other people think about how you show up, how you make your money, how you do your thing, what you do to make your money, sis. So um, you were created for such a time as this. I always say that there's someone somewhere and they are waiting on you to walk in your destiny so that they too can walk into theirs because it's when we let our own light shine as prophetess Marian Williamson says, we give others permission to do the same. But when you keep in mind how you show up and how you share your story, you're impacting lives. And even if it's that one life, even if that one life is yours, when you impact one life, you're impacting generations. So you and I, even though we're in our 30s, in our 40s, we're impacting generations. We represent a generation. Your mom, those who are watching, 30, 40, 50, 60s, we're representing generations by impacting just one life with how we show up today. So because someone did it for us, because someone paved the way, someone prayed for such a time as this. Like, please let my 
granddaughter's daughter's daughter and just kept going. Somebody was in that cotton field working. I don't know if all black women are watching this, but we know the ancestors prayed and paved the way for their future to be better. So I personally believe we have an obligation to just take up our mantle and go forward and God will give us that strength moving on. I agree with you 100%. And for those of you who are wondering, okay, but it's still a lot of time. I know mm -hmm. that, that it's still a lot of time. But the truth is, Dr. AJ mentioned earlier that once you have somebody who's guiding you along the process, you are literally cutting that four years into two or that two years into one or that one year into six months. Because hiring somebody who knows how to get this done is going to cut your learning curve by, I don't even know how much right. percent right now, but it, right. can. It, it literally can. Right. So if you're thinking in terms of physical time, mm -hmm. then hire a coach. Mm -hmm. And Dr. If Dr. AJ herself is a coach. So tell us about your coaching services that you offer and how individuals can connect with you beyond this presentation. Yeah, so um, as you can see in the lower third over at futureblacklifecoaches.com, we have a free Facebook group for you guys to come get in my community and learn more about me, even though, you know, usually how we do it as black women, when we hear somebody that we really like as a speaker, we go Google research, we land on their YouTube, their Facebook lives, we watch their videos, and then we come into their community. So all the information gathering on me um, is online, but you can find my coaching community over at futureblacklifecoaches.com. And what this looks like is we get on lives throughout the week and I teach. I teach you what it's like to be a black woman of faith getting into the life coaching community because you know that you too feel that tug on your heart. You know a lot. You have a lot of experiences, a lot of stories to tell. And you just have this passion to serve. And some people have already told you you're so good as a listener, so easy to talk to. Maybe they even use the word you should become a life coach. Futureblacklifecoaches.com is your fellow future black life coaches. And that's where they are going and diving into the archives, watching all the videos, listening to my stories, because I tell a lot of stories, we laugh, and we have a good time. And then there is an open enrollment period where you can come and tune into the webinar. As I mentioned, it's now a home study course, How I Train. And so you're gonna come and learn what a coach is, what a coach isn't, what are the characteristics of a coach. Take the Black Life Coach Quiz to see if you match those coaching characteristics. Because as we've talked about, you gotta know your why to keep you holding on to this thing because it's not easy. Ministry is never easy. And yes, your coaching is a ministry and you can also make money as a minister with a ministry that is known as coaching. And that's okay to give yourself permission. But don't worry, I'm going to show you how I do it. I love that I lead by example. And so um, you get to tune in to things like challenges that we do. And this is all a part of the webinar and the learning process. You get to say yes and raise your hand to come get certified with us. You can take the training in one day, but it's also optional to break it up into months to give yourself time because life. However, I'm there in the background checking in, following up, checking in, asking about the family when you're going to be done because somebody's waiting. So that's a little bit about the course. You'll have to come and get the detailed details. We don't have time to get into all of it, but if you meet me over at futureblacklifecoaches.com, that's where to start. And I'm going to show you how I took my journey to 74K and brought you into it with me and how you can do the same thing. Awesome. We are definitely going to be taking questions in another minute or so in the chat. 
But I want to ask you one final question before we jump into the Q&A. Oh, by the way, get your questions ready. I know you're itching and ready to go. Get your questions ready. She's going to be jumping in and answering those questions in just a minute. But for somebody who is looking to get into the life coaching space, someone who is a woman of faith, a woman of color, and outside of what you share inside of your coaching, is there one piece of advice that you can give to this person right now? Yeah, if there was one piece of advice I could give, it would be to find a coach, not just any coach. Find a coach whose story and success matches yours. Find a coach who's doing what you desire to do, not just selling a product or not just making it look good on social media. Look for a coach with what's known as receipts, meaning there are testimonials on their site of people who are also on their journey to success as a result of this coach. Look for people who press through. I know for me, um, I love sharing the stories of the coaches that I have trained because they survived quarantine. They survived being testing tested positive for COVID. They survived um, being furloughed and downsized and losing jobs and marriages being stressed and strained. They survived relationships falling apart. They survived homeschooling their kids. And I remember one of our coaches, Coach Noricia Johnson, she's here in Georgia with me. And she said, I'm going to be home anyway. I might as well do the work. So even if you're thinking, you know, oh, I don't have four years, four years are going to come. You might as well do the work. But it helps when you find someone, as we mentioned, to help shorten that learning curve, to pour into you, but only because they too are living the life that you desire to live. So if you don't have the support you need, you need to start looking for a community that you can get involved in that's going to give you the support. Because as we've seen, you know, when the world shut down, we couldn't go to church. We couldn't go out into our corporate cultures in our jobs. We couldn't go out into our community. We had to come together online. So find a community that's going to meet you literally where you are. Because sometimes you become that community. That's what I had to do for my coaches who we weren't being, used to being at home. I was. I'm an introvert. But my coaches with family, they were used to taking the kids to school, going to work, you know, and, and living life. I was used to coming and going as I please. I didn't know what everybody was stressing about. Like, I love this introversion. So find your community that meets you where you are, that matches your learning style, that matches how you like to show up, that matches your level of faith. Because I have different coaches. Um, some of them cuss. Some of them practice manifestation and magic. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm there to learn how do you making money off this? Because I know how to take the word of God and apply it to what I need. So I'm firm in my foundation of Christianity. I just need to know that, you know, the wealth of the wicked that's laid up for the just. I'm ready, Jesus, to just touch the hem of your garment and what you show me. So if I have to do that with a coach who doesn't believe what I believe, that has expanded my mind so much to step outside of the church, out of the, the corporate culture, out of communities that I'm used to seeing. Like I said, growing up, I only seen one type of thing and that led to being a baby mama. I didn't want that. I knew I was called to greater and my mom pushed me to stick with my education. That was literally her dying wish at the age of 47 years old. She said, just get your degree, finish school. And I did. So my degree in training and development was for my mom. My master's in life coaching was for me because I'm a coach and I love coaching. And then my doctorate, which is an honorary doctorate, it was on behalf of the 20 plus years I've been in the industry, in the church culture, the corporate culture, the community culture, serving my people, giving back, teaching. And someone in another world said, we see you, sis. 
Let us honor you while you are here. Let us give you that title that you were going to go pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for anyway. We honor the work that you've been doing. So you have to find the community that's going to lift you up, going to celebrate you, going to pour into you, going to coach you from experience and offer that same culture that you need to get to your next level because you got yourself as far as you could get yourself by yourself. It's time to join forces and walk together where two or three are gathered together. God shall be in, in the midst. So if you really want it, that those are the keys. That's my advice on what to do next. <laughs> I love it. And I have the website here. If you go to futureblacklifecoaches.com, you can, you can start with that community. Dr. AJ, I cannot tell you how fun this conversation is, but we want to continue in the chat. So if you have any questions at all for her right now, please pop them in the chat and we're going to be answering those for you live over the next few minutes. It was really, really fun to, to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for imparting all of your wisdom with us today. And we're looking forward to more amazing things as we stalk your social media profiles. <laughs> Please do so that when you ask questions or join us at futureblacklifecoaches.com, you're like, oh, I feel like I know her already. Everybody thinks I'm a part of their family because of the videos and the content that is out there. So stalk me. I have stalkers. I welcome it in a good way. In a good way. <laughs>